Dominic, Dominic, you've asked me many a uh, strong political question before. Well, Dominic, as you might guess, I've been asked that a few times before. To those in the press who did their job and did it with professionalism, and even to some of you who are actually kind, where's Dominic? I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows. And I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you so much, Rita Cosby, for another great show tonight. Thank you, Rita, as she waves goodbye. Folks, don't believe it. Don't believe it. Don't believe that they are not good people in the world. Don't believe it. Granted, we're, we're all going through a lot with COVID. But there are good people in the world. Illustration. This morning, Wednesday morning, I um, went to Home Depot on Route 59 in Rockland County, Nanuet. And in one hand, I had a uh, a medium mailbox. I mentioned this last night. So that was in one hand, a medium mailbox that I was returning to Home Depot because it was not the proper size. And in the other hand, I had a large mailbox. And I was trying to figure all of this out. And folks, I know you're going to think that I've lost it. You're going to believe that I've lost it. But putting up a mailbox is not as easy as it looks. There's a device that goes underneath that connects to the pole. And it's just, it's a lot of work. And so a man by the name of Richard, he was browsing. He didn't even work for Home Depot. He was browsing, and this man stopped what he was doing for about 15 minutes in the store to help me, almost like he was an employee of Home Depot, patiently showing me how to replace my mailbox and get it up, because if you don't have your mailbox up the proper way, you the United States Postal Service won't deliver your mail. You have to go to the post office, the inconvenience of all of that. And so, you know, for me, for me, it's hard finding out the right screws, the right length of the screws, the washers. Stuff like that is very, very, very difficult for me. And so we start talking And Richard informs me that he was a retired NYPD detective. Told me that he was a veteran that fought in Iraq, and he now works in the uh, nuclear power plant in the area. But generally, all around, a nice guy. And the man really, really made my day. And, And I tried my best to treat him to lunch 
for being so nice for what he had did for me, and he wouldn't take a dime from me. Don't believe it, folks. There are good people in the world. Let's get to our topics tonight now. I don't see it. I don't see it, and the president cannot admit his intention right now because, as I just said with Rita Cosby, that would make him a lame duck only a year into the job. President Biden says he will run for re-election if, if, he said this in an interview with ABC News, he will run if he's in good health. Raises eyebrows. It says that he's laying the groundwork for the possibility that he won't run for re-election. So again, Biden, 79 years of age, made this comment in an interview with ABC News uh, Wednesday. And uh, the president said, if I'm in, in, in the health I'm in now, I'm in good health, then, in fact, I would run again. He says he's a great respecter of fate. Fate has intervened in his life many, many, many times. Biden also says a rematch against his 2020 rival, President Donald Trump, would make him more likely to run. Really interesting. So that's the Biden uh, announcement as of uh, to, as of Wednesday. And we're taking telephone calls at 1-800-848-WABC. I don't think he's running at all. 1-800-848-WABC doesn't have a platform to run, doesn't have the record to run. 1-800-848-9222. What I really want to talk about this first uh, half hour is I say hats off to New York's incoming mayor, Eric Adams. There are going to be times when I'm going to clash with them and I'm going to criticize them. But for right now, this guy is off to the right start. I don't know if you've been paying attention to New York politics, but he's already putting the New York City Council on notice. Eric Adams is putting the far, 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 far left New York City Council on notice that he is going ahead with his law and order position. So what the debate is about is regards to Rikers Island. Rikers Island. That is the uh, issue. 29 council members wrote a letter that was sent out, 29 incoming council members, demanding that Eric Adams end solitary confinement at Rikers Island once he becomes mayor. Once he becomes mayor. Folks, I get it. I understand what happened to the young man in the Bronx, Khalif Browder. Very unfortunate. But... You've got to have something to keep these guys in check, these guys and women in custody in check. Listen to Eric Adams' uh, comment, and then we're going to go to your telephone calls here. Listen to what he had to say responding to the New York City Council. And here we go. 
He says, quote, talking about the council members, I'm asking them, go do a week on Rikers Island. Spend time there. Then you come out and tell me that dangerous people should walk up and down and not be held accountable for their actions. Adams said, adding, you cannot have a jail system where someone sexually assaults a staffer, slashes an inmate, and they say, it's all right, I'm going to give you an iPad and just hug you and say, don't do it again. Right on the money. His comment is right on the money. All of this, and I've referred to it as kumbaya. That's my sarcastic way. And I'm not really, I've, I've never been a fan of, of uh, sarcasm. It rubs me the wrong way. But when I say kumbaya, it's like these council members, have you not had enough of the progressive politics that is driving this city and other cities around the country into the ground. And now you want to take those same policies and you want to expand them at Rikers Island. I also don't get the logic of shutting down Rikers. I, I, I am of the belief that if you're going to put a, a smaller jail in each borough except for Staten Island, you're just going to have a mini Rikers with the same type of problems and the same bureaucracy in every borough. We are taking your telephone calls. Eric Adams is standing up to the city council already. Already he is taking them to task. And he said that the council members, that they were romanticizing. And that's what they're doing, romanticizing what goes on. So Adams says he's going to ignore the city lawmakers on the uh, issue given his 22 years with the NYPD and what he calls the council members' relative lack on-the-job public safety experience, right? He points out that he wore a bulletproof vest for 22 years, and he also went on to say, when you do that, then you have the right to question me on safety and public safety matters let's go to the uh telephones uh david is looking at us on youtube and you can watch the live stream of the show on the wabc youtube page david is uh watching live in los angeles we say good morning or rather in your case good evening to you david what's on your mind yeah dominic i heard you mention the joe biden comment about well yeah yeah if my health is good i'm gonna run right but then if Donald Trump runs, it would make me want to run. Right. Well, if you're going to run, if your health is good, then what does it matter if Trump runs or not? It's it's, it's goofy talk. So it says to me. You know, it's, it's, I like that, David. I, mean, I like that. Go ahead. It's a mixed signal. Mix signal. He's sending mixed messages. So the, I, think a, I think a psychological profiler would say, nah, he's not going to run. Mm-hmm. Especially three years from now, man, at his age, with his health, three years from now. You're telling me he's going to start traipsing all over the country doing campaign stuff? Nah, that ain't going to happen. But like you said, Dominic, you said the main thing. He can't become a lame duck his first year. So just keep saying you're going to keep running and hope Kamala Harris doesn't kill you. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, David, we uh, we thank you for the call and happy holidays to you. And and uh, I hope the weather is uh, decent in Los Angeles. Is it? Oh, he, he's gone. Okay. Well, thank you very much for the call. Let's go to Norman, listening on the radio from Brooklyn. <laughs> Good morning, Norman. You're on Talk Radio morning, 77 Dominic. WABC. Uh, look, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful for Eric Adams, but uh, I'm extremely skeptical. Man started his campaign with a lie. The guy lives in New Jersey. He doesn't live in Brooklyn. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't trust anything coming out of his mouth. Uh, he's... Uh, He's playing a game now, and in the end, you know, the Democratic Party will let us down in the city the way they've always let us down. So I'm not, I'm not anticipating any, uh, any great things happening. And uh, unfortunately, as a resident, I feel uh, we have nothing but the doom, doom and gloom. Hey, Norman, but what about the fact that this guy is at least, at least for now, saying the right things as it relates to crime. Yeah, I, you listen, when he was debating Curtis, uh, I saw the strategy, which is, you know, not to really not to really confront anything, any, any of the reality that's going on. I mean, Curtis had answers for the city. This guy doesn't. And I don't know. I look, uh, am I hopeful? Yeah, of course I'm hopeful. But uh, I just, uh, you know, I see him going along he's got a council he has to get along with them and uh he's going to go along with them i mean just like de blasio went along with them and that's it and unfortunately we have this uh hard left woke council and that's what's running the city now and i don't think that adams is going to uh be a changer i mean i stand with greg kelly on this i mean you know his opinions about uh eric adams is ones i I share. Okay. Well, we will we will see how this all plays out, Norman. Um, the the one thing uh, you mentioned that the city council was woke and so on, far left. Those things are accurate, folks. We have got to peel it back, bring it back to reality. We have got to deal with the reality of the situation that exists. Uh, in New York City, in cities like Chicago, I mentioned it uh, yesterday. We'll, we'll probably get to it uh, in just a couple of minutes about what's actually happening in Chicago. And so, to all the people that said, uh, and I, I guess this took off after the um, the Judge George Floyd uh, case. To all the people that said, you know, everything is wrong with law enforcement, we, you know, we've got to get rid of the police. As I as I said back then, and I say it even stronger now, no offense, but what are you smoking? What It, it is so delusional that sometimes, folks, I honestly pinch myself and say, well, what are they seeing that perhaps I don't see? Because you have to know that your initiatives are driving this city into the ground. And I'm not even dealing with the argument. I heard Bill O'Reilly uh, tonight, and Bill is always dead on with his analysis. And part of his analysis was this. And, and this is something else I want you to think about. When crime goes up. And you have high-profile incidents the way New York City and other cities uh, have been having. What goes down? 
what goes down is people move away and the tax base goes down. If there's no dinero, who's going to pay for all of this? And this is what I try and explain to different communities that believe it's an endless well of, of resources. It's not an endless well. And, and if a city is not business friendly and crime is going up, the business folks are going. And when they go, there goes your tax base. And then who's going to pay for the services? Who's, are, 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 are the progressives on the city council, are they going to pay for it? Are they going to step up and pay for it? Let's, uh, let's go to, um, to Drew. Drew in White Plains listening on the WABC app. Good morning, Drew. Good morning. Well, first off, for a change, let me agree with you on a couple of things. So I just got engaged recently to my girlfriend. Congratulations. We got two daughters together. Thank you. So I was getting my daughter's hair done today in the Bronx. First things first, I was already irritated. I had to come down. I don't like her in the neighborhood. So I wound up sitting with her through the hair getting done. So as my fiance comes to the hair salon, to meet us, you know, she works here in White Plains. I say to her, where's your ring? Oh, just in, she responds and says, just in case I got robbed, I went home after work and switched my, and left my ring home and left my bag home too. And she shows me she brought outside her cheap bag. And true, but, 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 but isn't, okay, but isn't that the reality? That's the reality. Okay. That so, is the reality. Okay. I'm not going to sit up here and deny you on that. That is reality okay it's a sad reality now let me um deal with this eric adams thing. i'm gonna tackle a couple things oh second off i like i told you i was going into real estate so i'm starting in commercial real estate let me tell you idiots and i'm a democrat as you know idiots like jimani williams that tweet out stuff like we should shut down and this that and the third they need to know they're making people who look like him people like me job a whole lot harder how can i try to tell people to come bring their business to new york city when you keep making stupid comments okay you keep making dumb comments and if crime doesn't go down people don't want to bring their business in. hey wait drew people let, don't want to bring that let, 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 let me let me just stop making it harder for me let, let, let me just stop you there yeah. um what's in that water <laughs> what what's in that water because you and i are, are we agree on two points here so what, what's in that water I, I, what's in that water you had tonight I, I i i don't know man but when you tweet out dumb things like that it makes it hard let me tell you something i took my real estate class on zoom worst experience i ever went i did not learn nothing so for you to think School-age kids are going to learn on Zoom. You are out your damn mind. And excuse me, I shouldn't have said that on the radio, but you're out your mind. I learned nothing. That was the worst thing I've ever done was go on Zoom. When I mean it, I, it was even hard for me to stay up during class. That's, that's, let's get that out the way. So I'm totally agreeing with you on that. You, you, you socialists that want to chase money away, because that's what our, that's what our culture is built on. Black Wall Street, all of that. We were built on economics. 
Hey, Drew, Drew, Drew. I don't know where these people came from. Hey, Drew, wait, wait, listen. You're scaring me. (laughs) You're you're scaring me tonight because that's three points that you and I agree on. Uh, You know, I'm I'm being funny, but, but... um, I, I've got to wrap this up in a second, but the bottom line is no dinero, no city. It's that simple. The money folks go, the city is done. But please wrap up your point because I've got to toss to a commercial break. Okay. Biden's not going to run again, but I think Trump, and I'm not saying this in a Biden's way, has some serious issues coming up in New York. From a person who dealt with the criminal justice system, it's not looking good, and I'm just being honest. Third, lastly, Eric Adams, he's going to be a great mayor, but he's also going to be a Republican's worst nightmare. Why? Because Eric Adams is going to be a moderate Democrat. So he's going to stomp for moderate Democrats like Max Rose and Anthony Delgado in these purple counties. And I think once he becomes popular and so that Democrats can have law and order, he's going to get Democrats a lot more swing seats, and he's going to open up the door for a lot more moderate Democrats. Thank you, Dom, listening to the show tonight. Well, thank you uh, very much, Drew, and have a uh, great morning. And uh, Dominic Carter here with you folks, Talk Radio 77 WABC. I love the way the incoming mayor is putting the city council in check. Eric Adams, he is saying, stop the nonsense. You have got to have solitary confinement. Are you kidding me? These guys on Rikers Island, the, the things they're accused of. And, and like he said, you're just going to give them an iPad and pat them on the head and say, don't do it again. Don't sexually assault that correction officer. Don't slash that correction officer again. We believe in you. Don't do that again. Are you kidding me? Bravo to the new incoming mayor. More of your telephone calls. Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77, WABC. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77, WABC. And, of course, that's the great Dina Martin. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I do want to know what was in that water that Drew was drinking tonight. We agreed on three of three points. Wow. I'll take it, though. I'll take it. But what Drew was expressing, if you just heard him here on the radio, is the way that I look at things. Folks in the community have got to stop looking at issues as far as what is government going to give us. That's not that's not what this is all about. It's not about take, 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 take. The government owes you something. Nobody owes anybody anything. And the more realistic question is, almost as a business perspective as to running the city of New York, running the city of Chicago. You can't have these animals running around attacking people. I'm not talking about the real animals, the, the, the pet animals. I'm talking about the real criminal animals. You, with the headlines that have come out of New York and Chicago, it is detrimental, the headlines that are appearing over and over and over You've got to run the city like a business. It has to be business friendly. If you want to have a tax base, because again, if you don't have a tax base, you don't have anything. 
So Eric Adams announces his um, his new uh, commissioner to take over for, uh, at at Rikers, um, a Latino man, and uh, you know the, the diversity angle, and that's a good thing as long as the qualifications are, are, are good. And so the question becomes, how do you clean up Rikers? How do you clean up Rikers? To me, it's real simple. To me, stop holding their hands, stop babysitting the inmates, and as far as the COs, you've got to believe in your correction officers, and if they don't want to report to work, you start to hire many more correction officers and you get rid of them if they don't want to work because it's unfair to the officers that are doing 12-hour shifts. And so, again, it's simple to clean up Rikers. I don't understand if you think you're going to pat them on the head and all of a sudden they're going to start doing, the inmates start doing the right things, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. And so Eric Adams is saying we have to have We have to have the solitary confinement as a tool. And absolutely, you must have the solitary confinement. How else are you going to get through to these individuals that in nine out of ten cases have absolutely nothing to lose? Let's go to uh, Raul listening in the Bronx on the radio. Good morning, Raul. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, how you doing? Thank you for taking I'm my call. I'm doing well, and Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and your family. Likewise, likewise. You know, I wanted to say real quick, I I, want, I was trying to get through. I know you took your booster shot, and, and anybody that really wants to take a booster shot or, or another shot, they should always they should check their antibodies before they take the next shot. That you know, uh, That's what I wanted to tell you, but I just couldn't get through. But when it comes to Eric Adams, I'm, I'm a New York City taxi driver. Mm-hmm. I, I have a I have, I have a group called NYC Drivers Unite, and we proudly, proudly endorsed uh, Eric Adams, and uh, we, we we just love the guy, but we're not asleep. And he says he wants to be the greatest mayor of New York City, and I, I sent him a video, and I sent him a message. I said, you've got to stop the mandate. There's no way. It's not possible. He needs to forget about it. I, I know you love the guy, but he's got to forget no, about no, being no, the No, 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 no. Raul, it's, it's not about whether or not I, I love him or not. I mean, I cover all these guys straight up. It's business. I, uh, I know I all do. of them on a personal level, on a personal level, but on a business level, I cover him the same way I cover de Blasio, Dinkins, Giuliani, Bloomberg, Koch. When it comes to business, I, it's straight up. I know, I know Eric Adams. He's, he's invited me to the inauguration when it happens. It's been canceled right now. Mm-hmm. I'll be, I'll be part of that. And I'm proud of that. I'm happy to, that he invited me. The city council members, it's, uh, you know, I was raised by a single mom. I have two sisters. But a lot of those uh, council members are women. There's like 29 of them. And I'm afraid for the men of the city that they're going to just be bashing men. I really, really do. It's very, well, very. But that that dangerous. that's not that's not fair, Raul. I mean, and it, and it's kind of sexist to say that well, because. No. To, okay, no. well, go, no. go ahead. Tell me why it's not sexist. I, I have, I have, I have two sisters. I was raised by. A single I got mom. you. I heard you. 
But you, if you listen to if you listen to Council Member Kalina Rivera, she's emphasizing that we're women and the women are going to take charge. You know, so that's kind of sexist too on their part. Well, but but right, I thank you for your call. I have to move on right now. What what several of them are doing is simply playing to their base. That's all that is. They're playing to their base because the recent issue was who's going to be the speaker of the city council. It was uh, Eric Adams was pushing a man, and the women in the council wanted a woman speaker. And so thus, uh, the, at the end of the day, they got what they wanted. But, but I'm coming back to my topic, and my topic is how do you clean up Rikers? And how you clean up Rikers is you have got to let these inmates know you're not playing. You're not joking around with them. This is not going to be some social experiment, and we will put you in the hole, and we're not going to be punitive about it, but you will stay there as long as the law permits us to do so. Now, it should never be a situation like Khalif Browder, the young man that was uh, arrested for allegedly stealing a backpack, and he ended up spending two years in and out of uh, solitary confinement, uh, uh, oftentimes for his own protection. Video of the young man being viciously uh, attacked by uh, other inmates. Let's go to... Karen, Karen's calling from Rockland County, listening on the radio. Good morning, Karen. What's on your mind? Yay for Rockland County. Yay for Rockland, and yes. Rockland Bakery. And Rockland Bakery, uh, I was yes. Saying, I heard Curtis Lee with the other, uh, it was either yesterday or today, and he was, you know, he's been in jail, he's had 75, 76 times, and he says, you know, what do these, these people expect, tea and crumpets for, you know, what's, they're in they're in Rikers Island for a reason. They they and it's not to get tea and crumpets you, you, you and know the, what? You know, solitary. You, you know what they do expect that, and 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 more more of a scary situation. You have council members that are pushing that. It's time out, well, Karen, for all of that nonsense. It's a, we we've tried that experiment, and look where we are at now. I mean, I can't believe that they're allowing uh, you know. Uh, non-residents to, you know, to vote in local elections or city council. I think that's wrong. I think that's wrong. That's wrong because because you're rewarding people and you're telling them that it's okay to bypass the uh, process, and that's not right. Mm -hmm. And as far as Biden running, he should run now and just keep, you know, running, running and going into either another country or to Mars or wherever the hell he wants to go. Because <laughs> in 24, there might not be a country left <laughs> Well, at the, at the rate he's going. Well, you know, Karen, I thank you for the call. But uh, but on a serious note here, as far I understand the point you're making as far as the uh, president. But with the, uh, the COVID situation, a question that I'm asking myself more and more increasingly is what, what's going to happen here? Are are we all eventually going to catch it, or are we all going to have to have a yearly booster, and then a month after getting the booster, we're going to be told there's a new variant that that the booster doesn't work for that, and so we got to be scared to death for another ten months until the next booster. I I am worried about, and it, this is not a show on COVID right now. What I'm discussing uh, for the moment is how do you clean up Rikers Island? And to me, it's very, very simple. So let's go to uh, Pat in Forest Hills. Pat does not trust 
Mr. Adams. Why is that the case, Pat? And good morning to you. Well, I, we feel that the Democrats are pro. The Democrat Party is pro-crime. They're pro-terrorist. You know, they support Hamas after Gaza hit Israel. The, the Demo- I don't trust Eric Adams. We'll see what happens. But the Democrats are pro-crime. It's, it's George Floyd, all those hundreds of insurrections from the Democrat Party, May 2020. They hmm. support it. So did Kamala Harris, the vice president, supported it. Well, so well, 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 Pat, but, but Pat, when, when, Pat when you, when, when you say they support it, when you say they support it, publicly, publicly, they may have done that, but they were just using that. They were being, they were being opportunists. I've said this over and over and over. They knew the Kamala Harris, the Bidens, and so on. They knew by playing to that, that it could catapult them into the White House. And that's exactly what happened. And now we find ourselves in the mess that we're in now. But I don't, I don't get it. I, I, folks, I, I said a few minutes ago that, I, that I've actually been pinching myself because I, I get it why the progressives run the game to the people. I get that part. Because they, they're talking, no offense, they're talking to the blind and they're saying, come vote for us and we're going to change it. And then they get in power, they don't do a damn thing and it gets a million times worse. It gets a million times worse when it's real simple. It's real, real, real simple. Real simple. Whether you're a white politician or a black politician. Law and order. It really is that simple. Back up your police de- police department. Back up your officers. Don't tolerate uh, alleged police brutality, but back up your officers. It, it's real simple how to clean this up. And I guess I guess it's all of our faults, all of us, everyone listening to me, because when they started with the nonsense of defund the police, we didn't step up as much as we should have to call out, or maybe maybe I should say myself, to call out what was going on. Everybody, anybody with a brain knows with some of these animals on the street and, and you want to cut the police? The police are not the problem. It's these animals on the street that you have to get under control and lock up. You, you want to show sympathy? Here. We're going to lock you up, and you got an opportunity to clean up your life. Now, let's see what you do with the opportunity. Oh, you don't want to do it? Well, you're going to stay where you are. Next, I don't understand what's so hard about that, folks. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Folks, I love it from the incoming mayor, Eric Adams. I'm quoting, as I said earlier, you cannot have, I'm quoting Adams, a jail system where someone sexually assaults a staffer, slashes an inmate, and they say, it's all right. I'm going to give you an iPad and just hug you and say, don't do it again. Here's the truth. I've. I've been around history, particularly as it relates to New York City mayors, for 40 years. And so, uh, for example, 
when David Dinkins was running in the primary against Ed Koch. Ed Koch would go on to be one of the best advisors to my career, someone that I could call up and talk to privately. And he would often tell me, shut up. Don't say anything about this in the media. And, of course, I would do it anyway. And he would say, didn't I tell you not to say it? So Ed Koch, uh, when he walked up, it was me, him, and David Dinkins. He walked up to David Dinkins, and he said, may the best man win. Whoever wins this primary, let's commit right here that the other will support the nominee. Dinkins said yes. They had a gentleman's agreement. Dinkins went on to win the primary. A lot during Crown Heights. I was in the room when the sentiment for the first black mayor of New York was that he could not release his police department on the Crown Heights protesters. And this is a rap that a lot of black mayors face across the country because it would be seen as releasing the police on his core supporters. I don't understand that logic. If you're the mayor, black or white, Asian or or Latino, you act up, I act up. You act up in terms of your protests, here comes my police department. It's real simple. It doesn't matter. Black, white, law and order. If you want to be reelected consistently, instead of the game, the wicked, it's wicked. The progressive politics are wicked. AOC, she's doing nothing but running game and getting rich. And running game is something that the kids say. It's wicked. Half the garbage that comes out of her mouth is wicked. It's not based on reality. It's based on let me play to the worst possible elements so I can lift myself up. Period. What has she done? She represents the poorest district, congressional district in America. What has AOC done for the district besides running around? I mean, I wish the lady well. I, you know, I, I hope she does well. But what, what, what has she done Oh, and then the situation out of Chicago. That is Exhibit A. I brought it up yesterday, folks. We're live on YouTube, uh, so so you can see my frustration. Uh, you know, I try to hide it on the radio, but you can actually see my mannerisms or live on YouTube, the WABC YouTube page. The, the mayor of Chicago, all of these mayors across the country – Defund the police. Defund the police. Um, excuse me, Madam Mayor. Um, how, how is that going to help us? Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know. That's, that's just what they want to hear. Tell them what they want to hear. And now you have the nerve after you've been embarrassed publicly over and over and over again to come forth and say we need law and order. When you knew you knew that you needed law and order from day one. But you didn't want to offend the base, and now you have no choice. We played this yesterday, but I've got to play it again. The mayor of Chicago, uh, Miss, who proposed to cut the Chicago police by $80 million. She didn't get her way, thank God. That's what she was saying then. Listen to what she's saying now. 
I know that people are scared and emotions are on public safety, and specifically gun violence, including carjackings, are running high. And yes, we will end the year with homicides and shooting in a place that no one, including me, wants to see. I know that people for whom violence is a daily concern are particularly stressed. And that more recently, violence is creeping into other neighborhoods that have not historically been burdened by violent crime. As a mayor of the city, I want to assure you that from day one in my time as mayor, public safety has been, is, and will continue to be my highest priority. Absolute phony. Absolute phony. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. But that's, listening to Mayor Lori uh, Lightfoot, that's why I'm praising Eric Adams right now, because he's coming out the gate, and he's saying law and order. Law and order. Now, all of this, you know, I'm going to be the mayor of nighttime. I'm not so sure about that. And I think that's a very slippery slope the mayor of nighttime, you know, at the discos, and I don't know about all that. But the mayor of law and order, that is a winning message. That is why he became the Democratic nominee. The margin may have been small, but that's why he became the nominee, and that's why he went on to win. Let's go to Jeremiah, our friend Jeremiah in the Bronx. Good morning, Jeremiah. What's on your mind? How you doing, uh, Dominic? I'm doing well. Happy holidays to you and your family. Same here, same here. You said something that was really interesting. You said something about the left, that they believe they could solve all these problems by raising your taxes. Oh, we have an unlimited amount of funds, and I'm saying to myself. Right, right. It's easy. Where do they come with that nonsense? Even though, I'm listen, I'm a bit on the progressive side. Okay. I so I don't support this nonsense. Another thing, I'm going to ask you a question. This is interesting. You know, this stuff that you're talking about happened during the times of the Romans. It was... There was an issue at one time on the Romans. I'm going to make a long story short. Um, they said, "Who? what rules? Does the mob rule or, or law and order rules? You know what I'm saying? That's what I, I personally feel it's out of whack. The mob is ruling, but it's out of whack. There's no law and order. We need to balance this thing out. But they believe, the progressive believe the, the mob rules. Do you believe in that? Well, you know, Jeremiah, um, I, I wish that I could say no, but by all indications, it does appear that way. You, you, yep. you, you had the situation in Minneapolis, um, unfortunate, but the court system worked right. And um, since then, it's been basically mob rule, even from the elected officials to to the far left. Yes. And 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 I, I, I just don't understand, and I say this night after night after night here on WABC, how is that helping your people when you're just I telling know. them what they want to hear and you're not doing anything to raise that, expectations? That, it's funny that you mentioned that, but this is nothing new. This happened thousands of years ago. The same kind of thing that you're hearing now happened during the time of the Romans. It happened even during the time of Spartacus, where... You had this so-called uh, the senator. I don't know if I got his name. His name was Gracchus. He was a senator. Well, well no. I think he was a, a teacher of uh, Julius Caesar. Um, and he said something about something about the gods. 
And he said, publicly, I let the people think I believe in all the gods, but privately, I don't believe in any of them. In other words, in other words, that's what that's how these politics that I don't like. In other words, they'll tell they're gonna like you said they're gonna tell them what they want to hear, but in reality, they don't believe it. Right. Well, Jeremiah, I thank you for the call. You and I both know, uh, coming from the community, what that is termed, and that's termed getting over. That's what the kids would say. But, but these progressives. You're you're hurting and stepping on your own people, your own constituents. You gotta know that this nonsense doesn't work. You've got to know that when you say defund the police, what that really means. You walk around, meaning these elected officials, with a police force that is assigned to protect you, and everybody else is on their own. Lots of phone calls. We're going to get to them in just a minute. But I'm joined right now by Frank Morano. Good morning to you, Frank. Good morning, Dominic. I guess you got the memo that I wasn't coming in today and you decided to bring in carrot cake. That's really not right. I mean, I'm there. I'm there 300, 320 days a year. And not, not once have I gotten carrot cake for you. And then I'm hearing nothing but rave reviews about oh, this boy. carrot cake. Oh, boy. Uh, from the Rockland Bakery. Yes, um, I apologize. I, I'm That's sorry. Right. I'm sorry. It's the last thing I need, believe me. Uh, welcome uh, to the club. What do you have coming yeah. up this morning? Well, we got a great show. I'm uh, going to try and track down that guy who helped you at Home Depot because uh, that's exactly the kind of guy that needs some recognition this time of year. Oh, so we right. have a we have a team of investigators out for him. I uh, love that story, by the way. A great, great story. And, you know, a lot of people are going to be talking about Santa Claus for the next couple of days. But where did Santa come from? I just read the most fascinating book about the history of Santa Claus and Christmas in general. It's called Santa Claus Worldwide, A History of St. Nicholas and Other Holiday Gift Bringers. This book was so fascinating, and I have the author, Tom Germain, on with me. Uh, we have the AC report because it is Thursday, and uh, we're only a week away from my big New Year's Eve Eve party. So we're going to preview that with one of uh, the honorees. And uh, Debbie Schlussel, a fiery conservative voice. People might remember her from her frequent appearances on Howard Stern. She's going to join me not to discuss politics, but to discuss movies. So uh, mm. she sometimes finds a political angle to a lot of movies. So I'm, I'm looking forward to a lot of interesting subjects that we're going to cover today. Frank, before we go back to the uh, telephone calls, I, I have to ask you, how's your wife doing and how's the baby? She's doing great. She's doing great. Um, little Carmine, we took to the, uh, we took to the pediatrician today and he is now eight pounds, four ounces. So wow. he's grown considerably from the uh, six pounds, two ounces from when he was born on Thanksgiving. Wow. But he's still many pounds short of the 13 pounds that Curtis accused him of weighing in at when he was born. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, your 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 wife having uh, the baby this time of year, man, it, it's a blessing for all of us. Absolutely, know? amen. Good, I couldn't have said good it any news, better. Good news, good uh, news. As we're all struggling and very um, very tough time. Let's go. Let's go, Frank Marano. Right back to the uh, telephone calls. Frankie is uh, listening on Alexa in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Frankie. You're talking to Frank Marano and Dominic Carter. Good morning, Frank, and good morning, Dominic. First, I want to send uh, Merry Christmas to both you guys and yours. Uh, Frank, congratulations on the baby. God Thank bless. you. 
Thank and you. And I also want to tell Dominic, uh, carrot cake is my wife's favorite. Ah. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but I, had two, I had two points for you, Dominic, and I know you're short on time. Uh, first point regarding AOC, I'm trying to understand how the people of the Bronx even voted for her or even reelected her. She was born in the Bronx, but she wasn't even raised there. She lived in Westchester, so how could she know the needs of the Bronx where she never even lived it? Okay, unlike her, I live in Pennsylvania now, but I'm originally from the South Bronx and the Kinley Projects. So I grew up around the entire environment of what the Bronx is. So that's my first point. Okay, the second point is regarding Lori Lightfoot. Okay, everything in Chicago, all the black on black or black on black crime. Okay, started with Rahm Emanuel, Obama's buddy. Okay, it started with him. Okay, black on black crime got worse with him and then got even worse with Lori Lightfoot and now all of a sudden she wants help but she's the one who who ushered this in after inheriting it from Emmanuel so like what is her deal and my question is just like regarding the AOC when are the people of Chicago going to stand up and stop taking this crap well, that's, that's, that's all I have to say about it well Frankie and I'm going to get Frank Morano's take in one second um Unfortunately, the the people, the constituents, have to wake up, and um, and these the people are hurting, and these opportunists, these candidates, they know to come and they know what to say, knowing that they won't deliver on a damn single pledge. They know what to say. We're going to give you things. We're going to help you. We're going to give you things. The government doesn't help you. We the people. Basically, now you just fill in the ins and outs in a in an hour long speech, and that's the way it goes. It, it, it's really sad, and I I just don't know until people wake up, they're not going to get out of it. Frank, what do you think about this? Uh, I tend to agree with you, Dominic. I think you're you're right on the money. The the one, and I agree with many of the points that uh, that Frankie brought up. The one thing that I would dispute is that uh, because she didn't grow up in the Bronx, she's not an effective representative of the Bronx. Now she might not be an effective representative for the Bronx and Queens, but I don't think it has anything to do with growing up there. Plus, if you look at her agenda, it doesn't really seem particularly locally focused. She's interested in national issues. She's in a national socialist uh, agenda. That's not me calling her names. That's what, what she has said. So I, I think she would do that just as effectively, just as well, or just as ineffectively from any of the 434 districts in the country. Let's now, Frank Morano, go to Omar in the Bronx. Good morning, Omar. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Dominic, I'm reaching out to you because I need help. I have been trying many times to contact you. It was almost impossible. For years, Dominic, I have been framed and set up by the NYPD. I'm being tortured here every day, and there's no help for me. Okay. Anywhere I go... Okay, wait, l- l- listen, l- l- let me say this. I, I'm not I'm not the type of guy, you may hear the music, which means that it's time for me to go. I'm not the type of guy to blow people off. If you leave your information... Uh, with the producers, I promise you, I will reach right back out to you tomorrow, listen to you, and see what I can do to assist you. I'm sorry that I that I'm completely out of time, 
Um, and that's the only reason why I interrupted you. Dominic Carter here with you folks. I will be back tomorrow. Keep it right there. Keep it right there. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, right now, right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. <laughs>